Well, his name is Ryan and he can't wipe his ass. Let me tell you one thing, he'll sure make you laugh. He's a comic by night and he's really quite the lad. And I bet that you'll find his comedy's pretty rad. He likes Wu-Tang and Star Wars and boobs, to name a few. He'll tell you all about it while he takes a poo. Now on to the show, it's time for some laughs from Ryan LaChance. And the people who wipe my ass There we go. What's up, fuckers? It's your boy, Ryan. Welcome to episode 8 of Ryan LaChance and the people who wipe my ass. I am with, as always, my lovely co-host, Angie. Say hi, Angie. Hello. On today's episode, it's actually a really special episode because um, Angie is not only my wonderful co-host for the podcast, but she's taking care of me and living with me for the next two two days. Yeah. So, so as many of you know, in previous podcasts, I discuss Angie's obsession with the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where she starts an episode <laughs> and then <laughs> kindly hears Annie Sandberg's voice and then falls to sleep. So <laughs> even though we both agree that Andy Sandberg is the worst character on that show, Yes. Right, Angie, let's make it official. Yes, absolutely. I agree I, with you. I don't have a gun to your head. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you. We've had a good day so far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We get to have a sleepover, watch movies. and. Are we going to paint our toenails and talk about boys? I think we should. Absolutely. Well, can it be about Jason Momoa? Because I got lots of shit to say about that handsome <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Which brings me to our topic of today's podcast. No, it's not Jason Momoa and how I wish we could hang out all the time and, and exchange beard oils and discuss motorbikes and, and how our beard looks while riding said motorbikes. No, that's not today's podcast. <laughs> that's going to be episode 222 because that's a good number to do that podcast at. <laughs> anyway, my topic of the podcast is disability rights, and more specifically with the focus on disability and sexuality, so it should be a gooder. Get your popcorn out. Nice. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to talk about with disability rights and specifically sexuality? Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to start off with this. Um, a lot of people see a person with a handicapped parking pass, and then that person seems to step out of the vehicle okay and perfectly fine. However, I want to educate some people out there with the one fact about disabilities that I do know, and that is that 90% of physical disabilities are invisible. Mm -hmm. 90%. That means that there's only 10% of people with disabilities on the planet that are rolling around like me. You know what I'm saying? Where it's so, obvious. And yeah. Yeah. So don't be judging people just because you see them stepping out on uh, a rainy day trying to park close to the door because they don't want to get, get their kale wet from thrifties. No, don't get mad at those people because you don't know what the fuck's wrong with them. That's true. You know, so that really bothers me. I know that's not really a disability rights issue. That's just a be a good person yeah. Fucking issue. Absolutely. Um, but I think disability and sexuality gets overlooked, and that's why I want to talk about it. Um, because 
I think a lot of people, from my perspective anyway, I'm, I shouldn't generalize, but I'm just talking about my own, my own experience and my own personal um, interaction with it. I don't want to generalize. I don't want people out there thinking that I'm speaking with for everyone with a disability because I'm not. Yeah. I'm fine. just talking about my own experience. I just want to clear that up. I don't want somebody coming at me saying I said something that whatever. Yeah. You know, so. Um, but I think personally, when it comes to sexuality and disability, either people are super, super curious and really kind of invasive with their questions, mm. or they just avoid it 100%. Altogether. Yeah. There's no way, let's talk about this and be okay with it and have it. An adult sure. conversation. Yeah, that's yeah. healthy and good for both people because, one, the person asking the question learns, and two, the person answering the questions can actually kind of figure things out mm -hmm. for themselves and how they feel about stuff. Because a lot of the time when I'm working on material, let's say I'll write a joke, but I'll have to say the joke out loud even if no one's here, mm -hmm. to hear the words out loud to see if the joke makes sense. Yeah. You know, so that's why there's so many typos and mistakes in all my Facebook statuses. Because I don't read those out loud. I just type it. Actually, that's not true because I physically have to talk to my phone to type. <laughs> so I'm really not helping my cause right now as far as my educational uh, prowess right now because <laughs> I'm proving that I don't know how to use a semicolon once again. Um, uh, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, at the end of the... I guess there's going to be a quiz on there, there, and there for me just so I can try and figure <laughs> that out. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That's gonna, okay. You got to rein me back in. Rein you back in. You rein you back in. Yeah. So we want to talk about, like, in terms of sexuality, that's something that just is either a very um, invasive topic, you said, or people just kind of shy away from it altogether. I mean, there are people like yourself and many of my close, close friends that are willing and open and very interested in learning about it without being like, does your dick work? How does your dick work? Do you feel this? No, like, I get that <coughs> shit all the time. And so, sorry for saying the word dick so many times. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, that's okay. We put explicit on the yeah. podcast. It's all good. You have to say that every fucking week, Angie, because I do it every <laughs> fucking week. Um, it's funny. Thanks for reminding me I'm as badass as Tupac Shakur. When he was with Death Row Records and shit. <laughs> Thanks for that. As I'm wearing a Biggie shirt. But anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of the time when it comes to people, even myself, I, I can feel uncomfortable talking about my sexuality. Um, Is that something you want to get into on the podcast? Do you want to discuss your sexuality? Like things that you've thought of, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Like we can try. We can try. <laughs> we can try talking about it. Then decide not to post it. <laughs> yeah, later. and we do the other <laughs> one, and we talk about like peeps, marshmallows, and Easter bunnies and shit. <laughs> well, um, I mean, what's what's important to you when it comes to like what people what people understand about disabilities and, and having a sex life and, and what's important for you to have people know about that? Okay, that's a really good question. Um, I think the first thing that people should know is that everybody is fucking horny 
and everybody wants to smash their parts into other people's parts. <laughs> Sometimes they don't, and they're okay with their own parts, and that's cool, too. But I'm just saying, like, just because I sit down and I need help wiping my ass, like the podcast says, um, doesn't mean I don't get horny, and I'm not sexually uh, stimulated by many things. Of and course. I'm not, like, I'm still human. I got a heartbeat, you know? Like, yep. So I think it's very important for myself personally to acknowledge that about myself mm -hmm. and not to feel ashamed when my body reacts a certain way or I think about sex yeah. or think about, like, how can I procure? Did I say that right? I don't know. Procure, yeah. Yeah, yep. sex. Yeah. You know, like... Um, as a comedian, um, and it's a pretty good one, and I don't care if people think that's arrogant because I believe you it and it's confident. Absolutely. So if you think it's arrogant for me to say I'm a pretty good comedian, you can go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> every every week you got to say that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. so my friend Vanessa has a drinking game that she plays with herself, and every time I say go fuck yourself, she's going to drink a bottle of wine. So, hey. <laughs> a whole bottle of wine? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally pretty good <laughs> on the spot. And she's going to be driving home listening to the podcast. And she's going to be like, that son of a bitch is making shit up about me. <laughs> and you know what? I am. And I didn't mean it. If you notice, I didn't say her last name because she would actually kill me. But uh, anyway, yeah, I just, I... Like, I, I have opportunities at shows because women uh, who I have, okay, I happen to identify as a heterosexual straight male, so, except when it comes to Jason Momoa, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I would have sex with that guy. I would let that guy have sex with me, but anyway, that could be a, another podcast for All right, you got to type, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I, wanna, I just want us to, like, Exchange beard oils and rubber beards for your hands. Just anyway, rub my beard. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want him to like recite lines from the Game of Thrones and all the other movies that he's been in. You know, <laughs> and, just, and just be like comforting and like happy and tender. And, <laughs> he okay. can pick you up and rock you like a little <laughs> yeah. baby. Just yeah. make you feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird time, Angie. That's what I'm saying. It's a weird time. You, yeah, you, we, we're starting to get into it, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, what's, so like, okay, let, let, can I ask you, what is your type? What's, what? I don't really, don't really have a type. No? Um, probably because I don't, uh, I haven't really thought about that I don't allow myself to think of about those things because it would drive me nuts. Yeah. Like, literally, like, nuts. I would go bonkers. I'd, like, I'd be worried that my penis would get so angry with me and leave me a Dear John letter and fuck off. <laughs> and then one day I look down and I'm, I'm a Ken doll, you know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> like, for a long time I was just, like, think about comedy, think about making people happy. Like, be a good person. But you know what I discovered? Because I waited 10 years to kind of get it out of the way again. And I discovered that for 10 years, I might have thought I was happy, but I wasn't after sex happy. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> After sex happy. And that happened for you recently? Yes. Yes. Let's get into it. Let's, Let's get into it. Awesome. This is the good stuff. This is what people want to hear. This is good. So how, how, what was, the, what was she like? Was she nice to you? Like. She's very sweet. Very sweet? Extremely oh, good. Sweet. Uh, very understanding. Very caring. She enjoyed that I was so funny because there were different times in our interactions where she would ask questions and my instant reaction would be to fire back with something funny because uh, I'm already feeling kind of awkward. So, like, for example, she asked me if I could wait bear. Uh, and I'm okay with talking about that part of it. And I said, yes, I am. But just in case you do feel like you're going to break me, I'm already broken anyway, so what the fuck, let's go for it. <laughs> At least I'm going to go out with a smile on my face. <laughs> and she laughed, and we did what we did. So, I mean... <laughs> Um, Yay, good for you, yeah. buddy. But what I discovered, because this whole time I'm just like, I was thinking, it's, um, for me, a uh, majority of it was about the sex and about finally being able to not worry about getting prostate cancer mm. so much. Um, uh, it was about, uh, what was really important to me was the uh, intimacy and the fact yeah. that someone was there and... Someone like cared and was happy to be there, and was like, like I forgot what it was like to to feel someone's touch that way. Like people have to touch me all the time because I don't have a bubble and I need help with everything. But that's a different kind of touch. That's a next level. That's like I'm in outer space looking down at the earth kind of touch, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I miss that. I missed. Just feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, of course. I, I forgot how good that felt. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, and, well, it's a pretty uh, big deal. It's yeah. a basic need, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why I think Canada should take the lead um, or take the uh, um, example from different countries that actually offer it as part of their social services program. Mm -hmm. And I know it complicates things like brothels and having proper safety for everyone involved and having security and all that other stuff. But, I mean, I always say that people would be better off and this world would be good if we were all really, really happy. Well, what's what makes the majority of people really, really happy? And that's, Having sex, mm -hmm. you know, like I've never been angry after sex in my entire life. Yeah, uh, I may be angry that it's over, and I'm like, oh, uh, I want to do it again. <laughs> but I'm never angry with the time, ladies. I can even waiting ten years. I lasted quite a long time, and I was really proud of myself. I just gotta give myself that prop because ten years is a long time. Yeah, I honestly thought. If we're being real, Angie, that she would walk in the room, take one step before me, and I'd pop like, and like the guys are Yosemite, and I'd stick that poor girl to the roof for fuck's sake. Okay, she wasn't a girl; she was a very lovely woman, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I was so terrified that, uh, uh, that she was gonna laugh and I was gonna feel awkward. But honestly, she calmed me down so much and was, like, legitimately asking me questions and 
caring about my answers and mm. we were actually getting to know each other to the point where I kind of forgot what we were doing until she's like, okay, are you ready? And I was like, uh, for a second there, I was like, for what? <laughs> like, what's going on? You know, so uh, it, was, it was pretty awesome. That's fantastic, yeah. buddy. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, that's a, it's a big deal, you know? <laughs> I was really worried about telling my friends uh, and uh, obviously my family, but honestly, I don't think my family listens to this, but my luck, this will be the one podcast where my mom actually tunes in. <laughs> Especially if we put it in the description. <laughs> yeah, and we post it on social media. I'm going to have to block my mom for Facebook for like a month. <laughs> block her. <laughs> well, I don't, she'll probably be very happy for you, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm joking, seriously. My mom and my grandma were very, like, pro, like, get your rocks off, Ryan, when I was growing up. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm straight up remembering, like, um, when I was, like, maybe 15, uh, my grandma was living with us, yeah. Because my mom was up in Vancouver, uh, already working. It was right after the accident. And um, my grandma was taking care of us because my sister and I were finishing the school year. And mm-hmm. my grandma came into my room, and I was on my computer, and she's like, you watching porn? And I was like, no, grandma, I'm like, you're, you're here. That's weird. And she's like, well, you should be because I'm going out. And I was <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> That's the kind of grandma I had. My grandma bought me my first box of condoms. Because when you're disabled, as much as you want to have spontaneous sex, the majority of the time you're pretty well scheduled because it usually involves another person, a.k.a. your carrier, who has to get you in the bed. And like as much as I want some chick to run over and just like jump on my wheelchair and start fucking me, um, <laughs> my wheelchair costs way too much money and these are my legs. So I don't want some, like, uh, random moment in time to break my legs for the next six months because the government takes so fucking long to fix shit. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, that's another podcast and another disability <laughs> rights issue we can talk about in episode nine where Ryan gets pissed off with the provincial and federal governments. But anyway, <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, it's pretty well scheduled and, and you time things out. And yeah. Well, you don't time them out because you don't want to put time limit on. But <laughs> that's up to you. You like you, there's logistical things that do need to happen in order for it to actually happen. Happen where the parts get smashed together and everybody has a good time. <laughs> um, so, like even growing up as a kid, like masturbation was really like uh, unless I was able to roll a certain way and it just felt good on my sheets. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can't physically masturbate with my disability, which yeah. I talk about in my act all the time because yeah. that's why I'm an advocate for hand jobs. Not because I love hand jobs. I just imagine uh, that, that it's like some magical hand that's doing what I wanted to do <coughs> when I was 14 years old watching Baywatch with my cousin, you know? Like, <laughs> 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 this is getting really personal. <laughs> really personal. We're getting into it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like I said, everybody's horny and everybody deserves to express themselves. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> it's um, it, 
Like, when it comes to, like, dating, what is dating like for you? People always ask me why if, if I've dated another person in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And if I would or whatever, if I would again. Um, and I can say honestly that I haven't. And uh, it's not because I don't, like, find people in wheelchairs attractive. I joke in my act that if we're, we're 69 and we get trend marks on our face, and that's hard to explain. <laughs> next family dinner, or if, or if we're explaining how we met, like, that could be a really awkward conversation. Yeah. Know? But, you <laughs> know, truth be told, it's just never presented itself. Um, would I? Yes. Do I think it's a good thing that people do that? Of course. Do I think devotees are weird? Fuck yeah, I do. Devotees are the strangest fucking people in the world. But you know what? Good What's for a devotee? You know, oh, we're getting into this? Yeah. I don't know the Webster's Dictionary version of what a devotee is, but in my opinion, um, from what I've educated myself about, a devotee is someone that's sexually attracted to people with disabilities and gets turned on by taking care of them. Oh. And just is basically... you and the person's devoted to them, basically. Okay. I didn't so. know that. I learned something new. Yeah. Well, so did I. When I was <laughs> watching TikTok and there was this um, person in the States who was in a wheelchair. And she was complaining about how <clears throat> all her TikTok, uh, uh, TikToks were getting mirrored on all these devotee sites. And she was getting all these random messages from people asking her weird things like, can they have sex with their wheelchair? Can they, like, help her with her stretches? All this weird shit, right? So, oh, interesting. Uh, I mean, people are allowed to do what they want to do as long as they're not hurting themselves or hurting kids. Mm-hmm. like, Or other people, of course. I mean, some people like the pain, and I'm not getting into that. But um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, do what you do, but... When you're making other people uncomfortable, don't drag them into it. You know? Yeah, totally. That's why it makes talking about this very difficult in a public forum because so many, like we said, so many people are shun away from it or yeah. are too into it that you're like, this is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. You know? But I've I've straight up had people ask me if my dick works like while I'm on stage. They'll yell it out. Wow. And like, Does your dick work? And I'm like, uh, and then I usually have something witty to say, but I'm not going to repeat <laughs> any of that stuff. But um, so, like, even my point is, even from a kid, like, I wasn't given the chance to um, really figure that out. So mm-hmm. it's only it's only been the last few months um, that I've really like wanted to figure it out because. I was like, why am I so depressed and fucked up? And then I realized that a huge part of it was that, was the sexuality issue. And the fact that I didn't didn't even know what I liked. Like, when she came in, she's like, what do you like to do, sweetie? And I was my honest answer, and it wasn't because I was nervous. It was literally because I didn't know was I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that shit out. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of know what my type is, but that's about it, you know? Like, as far as, like, what sexual activities I like, 
No fucking clue. It's an open book right now. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so what I'm trying to say is I might be doing some weird shit over the next few months. So if you notice different bruises and different things, obviously just don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. I'm not being abused by my caregivers. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are getting into it, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> Oh, man. We should actually do some shout-outs. What do you think about that? Okay. Okay. This podcast is so much fun. We should extend into episode nine if people are okay with that because I really want to I use this podcast to help myself compute what's going on in my head. Yeah. And it's like therapy for me to sit with you, Angie, and talk about this shit. So I would really like to continue this conversation into another podcast in the near future. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So we're just going to shout out to the Yucca Tree. That's uh, uh, the Yucca Tree. Ryan goes there all the time. Their food's amazing. Right, Ryan? Well, when Bonnie Henry lets me go there, but right now we're not. Right now we're not going there. Yeah. yeah. You bet. We can only have But they still do take out. So. Yeah. yeah, they still do take they out. still do take out. You can still support them. They're at 1347 Johnston Road in White Rock. And we also wanted to shout out to uh, the laughing barber, Darwin, who um, takes care of Ryan and his beard and his hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes me all easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl like. Yes, he does. You can check him out at the laughing barber um, on Instagram, right? Yep. Awesome. He's always posting stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> I know we talked a lot about you know, just your, your most recent experience. Do you think that's something that you should, you know, will incorporate on a regular basis or? Um, yes. Yes. When yes. I'm, Hallelujah. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, Do it, buddy. Um, because it's just another form of therapy, really. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, for the first time in like 10 years, I remembered what it was like to have my brain work after sex. And it was amazing, Angie, because I'm one of those person, uh, people, sorry, persons, <laughs> <laughs> people that um, departmentalize everything and walk everything up. So uh, the after sex brain was like, I'm hungry. And that's all I thought about. It wasn't like, uh, uh, like how am I going to pay the bills because I'm not working right now. Or yeah. It wasn't like I'm in pain or it sucks being trapped in my house and are my caregivers okay? Are they happy? What do I need to do to make sure they stick around because they're both amazing people? So shout out to them. Uh, I want to make them happy. Make sure that I have the level of care that I do because uh, I deserve good care. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and for the first time I was just like, I want tacos. That's the first thing I thought of, <laughs> which was weird because uh, we didn't have anything to make tacos, but I still had tacos because I ordered them <laughs> uh, afterwards. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's a good after-sex dinner. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I made sure that um, the gas built up after the sex and not before. <laughs> that would have been weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's amazing. No, I'm so I'm so happy that you shared your um, experience, Ryan, because I think it's important. I think it is overlooked quite a bit with a lot of people with you know disabilities and 
you know, it's, it's important. It's an important part of anybody's life. And I don't think you need to be, you know, sheepish about it or anything like that. It's, you know, it's part of your life and it's part of your happiness. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I hope that me sharing my story will help other people maybe figure it out for themselves. Because I know there are a lot of people that feel trapped by their body or their disability. And that's really not fair. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Go out there and get some. That's all I'm saying. Go out there and get some. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we, um, we are at our time, I guess, for today. Um, all right. We will continue this conversation uh, in the next podcast or a future podcast anyway. So. Yeah, we're going to have uh, another sleepover next week. So I'll be back taking care of you again yeah, next so week. So we can get into it next week. All yeah, right. absolutely. Sounds good. All right. Do you want to leave anybody with any thoughts? Just this. It's okay to be horny and be good to each other while you're being horny and otherwise. (laughs) Because we're in this together, people. And I know a lot of people feel alone, but you're not. So just take care of each other. Okay. Bye. Bye. Is that a good bell? Yeah, it felt awesome. (laughs) I feel better now. (laughs) All right.